Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Schultz. Hopefully this week you enjoyed our interview with Chris Carson, our look back at the offensive positions in three in, three out, what if. But now we are going back to the start of minicamp where we heard from three Seahawks stars at the podium. Let's start with Quandre Diggs, who spoke about the most difficult part of suffering that ankle and fibula injury in the Arizona game this past year. I mean, I think a lot of it, you know, um, was more of just like last game of the season going into the offseason. I think for me, it's just like not being able to do the things that I wanted to do with my daughter. You know what I mean? And in the offseason, I like to take her to the park. And, you know, we go swimming and we do all those different things. So for me, you know, um, it was that. It was, you know, second year in a row, I don't get to play in the Pro Bowl. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, seven, eight minutes in a game, you know what I mean? You break your leg when you think about the offseason. So, um, it was just a lot of different thoughts, but I mean, my teammates was by my side, my coaches were by my side, and it was, you know, it was dope to um, be able to have one of my best friends by my side, you know, doing those tough times and flying to Green Bay with me. And um, so, you know, um, it was dope. You know, the guys held me down and, you know, Locke did a lot for me, you know, that week after surgery. So it was cool. Diggs was also asked for his opinions on the new rookies in the secondary. First of all, they need to get my snacks for the room or they're going to get fined. So um, that's my first impression. Um, but other than that, those guys are working. You know what I mean? They're real diligent in, you know, the questions they ask. And um, they're real diligent in the way they go about their business. And, you know, you can tell just from me watching Zoom calls and, you know, hearing the meetings that those guys have good questions. And, um, you know, what they take everything from the film room out to the practice field. And I think they had a pretty good day for my, you know, my first time being live action. So um, it's, it's really interesting. You know what I mean? Two young guys that, you know, have a lot of potential and two young guys that can, you know, can help us right now. So um, I'm, re- I'm really interested to see how it goes. Aside from being one of the veterans in the defensive back room, Diggs was asked if he thinks he has a bigger leadership role on the defense now that Bobby Wagner is gone. I don't think so for me. I mean, I'm going to be me. That's all I can be. So um, I told Pete that the day I signed my contract, like I can't change who I am. I'm, I am who I am. And, you know, um, of course, we miss Bobby. I miss Bobby. I talked to him last week and it's just like I can't change who I am. So, no, I don't think I'll be changing. But um, I think I've always kind of been doing these things for the last year and a half or so anyway. So, I mean, I don't have anything to change. I'm going to just be myself. Jamal Adams also talked about what it's like without Wagner as well as Russell Wilson. Oh man, those guys are different, man. You you know, you can't you can't replace those guys. They're Hall of Fame guys. Um uh, but not only that, for what they do on the field, they're they're great people off the field. Um and that's what makes them special. But, you know, at the end of the day, those guys are in, in, where they need to be and we're here and uh you know, we new leaders and new guys got to step up um and rise to the challenge. Like Diggs, Adams also had surgery in the offseason. Adams' surgery was to fuse together bones in two of his fingers. You know, it is what it is. It's for the love of the game. Been going through that for two years now. Um, I mean, my first year when I got here, dislocated my ring finger probably about 10 times, and the other one uh, probably about about 12. So um, been dealing with that. Ain't really said much. Let everybody talk about it, whatever. Uh, but, you know, it's good now, and they're in trouble. Wrapping up the comments from the starting safeties, here was Adam's impression of rookie corner Kobe Bryant. Very smooth guy, very smart. Uh, understands the game. Um, you know, it's crazy. Uh, me, my, my DB trainer linked us up right before he got drafted. 
Um, and, you know, I kind of hit him up just to give him some advice on, you know, what to expect and uh, good luck in the draft and whatnot. And, man, here he is. So, you know, he, you know, I was one of the guys that he hit up and uh, as soon as he got drafted and I was excited to see that. That's a hell of a pick, man. Definitely a steal. Another Seahawks player welcoming a rookie into his position group is running back Rashad Penny. Penny spoke about his struggles in the first few years of his career and how he can pass on the lessons he learned. I feel like majority of it was uh, critics, expectations. I feel like I didn't, I feel like I wasn't making myself happy. I feel like I was always trying to make everybody expectations. And um, as the course of my career, I've learned that like, it's not all about making everybody happy anymore. It's really about how I feel on the inside and making myself happy. And, you know, the, the last like um, month or two months of the last season, I was happy with myself. So I felt like that kind of played an out point to how I played. So, um, you know, I, I, I tell like a lot of the like Ken, you know, because he's going into a kind of a similar, similar position as me. I try to tell him not to focus on the media as much. It's always, you're always going to get the bad out of it at points. I tell him to make sure he's happy first. Because I feel like when you're happy, then like I feel you don't have nothing to worry about. But I had a lot of worries. Like I felt like I had to come in, I had to meet a lot of people's expectations when it just was my expectations. Here was Penny's response to a question about his first impressions of running back Ken Walker. He's just, he's, he's, he's so quick to learn. He's want to be a perfectionist. And I think that's like what... We all, we all try to be, when we first get in, you know, our running back coach does an amazing job of just teaching us the techniques and the basis of uh, the game. And, you know, um, he's going to be, he's going to be exciting. I'm really excited for him. Like I'm really pulling for him. Um, I, I, I watched him at Michigan State a little bit, but yeah, dude can fly. I'm happy to play with him. Like Penny had with Chris Carson when he entered the league, Walker will benefit from Penny's veteran knowledge. Here's what Penny said when asked what he could pass on from Carson to Walker. I think just being comfortable. I think um, he made my job easier coming in. Felt like um, competitive aspect. You know, we compete every day to make each other better. So um, I thought Chris, when I first came in, he took me in as a brother and under his wing like the first day. So it made everything easier for me. So uh, having his support and then him trusting my abilities and what I can do as a player, you know, also made it easier just telling me to use my speed and, you know, do do what I've done. And, you know, he just always made things easier for me. And uh, I always appreciate him for that. Penny also provided a brief injury update on Chris Carson. With injuries, we pretty much try to stay off the topic because we really hate reminding each other of what we're going through or, you know, what our past been. But, um, you know, I, I, know he, I know he's doing much better. Than he, I know he's stronger than ever, so... Feel like he's doing good. Let's wrap up hearing from Penny on what Chris Carson has meant to him over the years. You know that that's my best friend, really. You know he means everything to me. Uh, I try I try to communicate with him as much as possible. You know uh, I feel like he can bounce back from anything. Though the dude is tougher than nails. Um, you know just learning everything from him. You know just made it easier for me to try to you know give the younger backs the same type of hope. You know and. Uh, you know, you just you just hate to see a guy like that. But hey, I miss him, though, for sure. I feel like everybody do, too. And that's going to do it for this show. Thanks to Wilson Khan for producing this episode. Follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Khan, C-O-N-N. Also, head on over to fieldgoals.com. Mookie Alexander has the latest Social Club article where he was looking for some Twitter responses, asking for your favorite Seahawks road wins. 
So if you want to hear some of the responses, see what people had to say, check that out. Also, Wilson Kahn has the article about KJ Wright. He was on local radio this week, and he had some interesting things to say about what happened at the end of Super Bowl 49 and what that meant to the team. So another show coming on the way as well. Seahawkers podcast. Look for that on Monday. Adam and I are going to be talking about what Bill Barnwell has called the worst offseason of any NFL team. So Seahawkerspodcast.com. Subscribe to that show. I'll be back here later on. We got more minicamp press conferences to cover as well. And so until next time, go Hawks.